Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Deason here with life coach and psychic medium, the media, the, yeah, the, oh boy, did I screw that one up, the military <laughs> medium, Dean McMurray. <laughs> now you know who I am, that's all right. Well, I knew that's... who you were, they just didn't know who you were, that's all. <laughs> Let's try that again. Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Deason here with the military medium, Dean McMurray. How's that? Was that better? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is your daily dose of happy, and we're so happy you decided to join us today. And uh, we had a couple of emails this past week, Dean, from uh, people wondering right. about last week's show. And sure. another one asking for some help this week. And the first one, and I have to thank this particular listener, because this listener did something that I asked previously. I, I had an interesting and rather embarrassing uh, incident a couple weeks ago in which I uh, read a really nice email, really great email from a listener. And at the very end, the listener said, please don't mention me on the show. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, please put that at the top of, of the email. Well, this particular listener said, please don't use my name. Please don't use right, my name. Right. Okay, yeah, so. put it in the beginning, right? <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so thank you, listener. Appreciate that. But the uh, listener says, wow, what a great episode with you and Dean on the second last week. Thank you. Yes, you resonated with at least one loyal listener. The cumulative effect of verbal slash psychological abuse is real, as you discussed. Imagine all you went through and being a naive young person three days away from a wedding and not pulling out of the relationship. Hmm. Yeah. The family pressure due to the social event and financial commitment of having a big show wedding was so intimidating that although I clearly heard all the signals and red lights, I still walked the aisle. Disastrous from the get-go, but people say in terrible business relationships or marriages out of duty or loyalty to others above themselves. Obviously, a lack of self-love going on there. Fortunately, Walt, you recognize that you are trying to save slash rescue slash guide this potential business partner away from his own learned abusive behavior. But we can only do so much. There comes a point we have to walk as you did because he wasn't respecting the boundaries you set. Fortunately, you were mature enough to recognize and advance enough in your self-love journey to confront instead of being dragged down their cesspool of abuse. Typically, these people are miserable with themselves or need to vent the anger they have bottled up. And if you don't protect yourself, no one else will because you are the only one completely experiencing it. It's the most difficult position to be in and the one that creates the most growth. Great point. I'm thankful you caught yourself in time to avoid a disastrous business relationship. So am I, mystery email writer. I agree with you completely. <laughs> please, please, please keep teaching self-love because if a person has enough built up, they only have the confidence to not only listen to their gut when warning signs are blurring, but also to act on those warning signs. Yes. In fact, I'm going to steal that phrase. That's exactly what it's all about. It's not only knowing how to put up the boundaries. It's knowing how to act on the boundaries. Yeah, that's big. And this is definitely the information young people need to learn. So you, you don't take a lifetime analyzing and recovering from the abuse. It's an interesting point. I, I spent a lifetime not recovering from abuse, but learning how all this stuff worked. And it's, it's something that Joel and Elston and I have talked about a lot, Dean. And that is you go through crap and you don't really want to go through it again, but boy, was it worth it the first time. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, you learn a lot of great you do. lessons within that journey, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, or or at least you hope you did. <laughs> you <laughs> well, know, you know you... sometimes you're just like, oh my God, I barely lived, you know, lived through that. And it's, true, yeah. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. sometimes it's feel so, so beat up. Sometimes, um, yeah, trying to pull the, the message or the, 
um, how do I want to call it? The, the learning invent mm. from, from whatever you went through um, yes. can be challenging sometimes. It, it is. Yeah. yeah I, I completely agree. And, you know, it's, um, you know, they, they had, a <laughs> they had a, um, an old adage in the, in the army. Well, at least they used to tell me anyways, maybe I was one of the hard headed ones. <laughs> and they said, you know, McMurray, there's two types of soldiers, smart soldiers and strong soldiers. Meaning when you ah. mess up, you know, you're going to be doing push ups, you're going to be doing corrective and you really got to decide which one you want to be. You know, mm-hmm. do you want to learn so you're not always doing it the hard way or. Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to, you know, one of the ones that needs to be (laughs) drugged through the mud, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you know, do we need to learn the hard way or the easy way? Um, Interesting thing is you don't don't have to go to boot camp in order to have that experience. That's what's really No, you know, you can have it right in the comfort of your own home. (laughs) You can. (laughs) And we're certainly not uh, perpetuating that at at any point, but uh, just bringing attention to it. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, why keep reliving it? Why, mm. why keep on having that experience? And the, and it's not about judgment. It's just about awareness yes. and about where you are at and like, holy crap, I've been, you know, in the same cycle for maybe years, maybe, you know, since you're very young, whatever. So, um, yeah. No doubt about it. And as I was, I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Uh, I, I mentioned to you before the, uh, recording of the podcast that we're having gorgeous weather here in mm-hmm. Connecticut today, mm-hmm. which is pretty unusual for early March, but we're up in the sixties, which is just mind blowing. Right. So I had to get out to get my first walk in of the season and get out and breathe this fresh air, you know, right. get out of, get out of the lockdown situation. Well, not really lockdown, but you know what I mean? Right. Right. And get out it was, it was in that, um, that frame of mind where I started thinking about my own journey and the stuff that I've gone through in my life and how it has made me who I am today. And, I'm not sure that I really needed to go through the boot camp part of it, but on the other hand, I did get a lot out of it and it's made it possible for me to be an educated host doing a podcast. It's enabled me to consider doing and start actually getting ready to start. I hope doing a public speaking career. Um, And it's enabled me to help people who have been in similar situations or currently in a similar situation right now and having trouble to get out of it. So yeah, I guess on balance, it was worth it. You know, I think if we dig through any situation deep enough, um, and really do a self reflection of it, we could find something to be grateful for, even mm-hmm. if it was difficult. Um, you know, and, and saying, you know, I, I did learn something in that, or, you know, it, it did shape, you know, who I am today, or it made me learn. Um, in a sense, maybe out of survival or whatever the reason of some of the, the ways that I react now or that, that the ways that I deal with, you know, lack of self-love or, you know, whatever comes up in that aspect. And so then you're able to move to a place to be able to help others instead of feeling helpless. Um, you know, so you've already walked that journey. One's not saying that we don't, at times walk it again, but it becomes so much easier, right? It's like, mm. oh, I've been in this place before. You know, it's it's not a big deal. We'll, you know, we'll just move through it and done. It's not a 
It's not a life set. I think I posted something the other day about um, something about a. Uh, I think it was actually yesterday. Something about a life sentence. I, it was actually my Monday messages from Spirit, and one of them was, you know, um, you know, the aspect about, you know, your past actions and stuff doesn't have to be a life sentence. And really, the person that's sentencing you to real is is yourself that's the sad thing Oof, yeah. we just you know we're we are the <laughs> we're so bad at it we just or we, good at it depending on your perspective well, right <laughs> right right <laughs> but yeah I, I yeah i guess if you wanted to put that aspect on it but yeah we we just hammer ourselves over mm. and over again about you know past actions things that we didn't do or did and um you know, it's it's really not meant to be a, a life sentence. It's about learning events. And, and I think that's part of what I was thinking about because it wasn't like I wasn't looking for answers throughout that time. I just wasn't finding them. Right. And there, that could be a whole conversation all by itself about why that was happening. But I was looking. I was trying things. And I was <laughs> I was actually working very accurately and consistently and and directly in the opposite direction of where I needed to go. I mean, I was really good at going in the wrong direction, like 180 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a long time to realize this isn't working. Why isn't this working? This should work, you know, and it's not working. Well, okay. About face. (laughs) Right. You just move in the other direction, right? Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes it takes a while to figure that out. It does. it does, but that's a really beautiful story that uh, it is. the listeners shared, and that and thank you for sharing that because not only does it take courage to, I, I mean, I know that we're you're anonymous, but to to really share your story, and uh, so thank you for that. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, we also have another email, and this one may take us a while to uh, give help. Let's put it that way. Um, there's, there's a, not a lot in it, but there's some in there to dissect. So let's, let's, uh, let's see if we can help this person out. This is a, another regular listener. This is from Daniel writing about his mother-in-law, actually on behalf of his mother-in-law. So he says, my mother-in-law, Vicky wanted me to send in a question for Dean. She doesn't have internet access and barely a cell signal where she lives. So I told her I would send it for her right now. She is about early retirement age. And she's having trouble seeing any path toward being in a healthy financial situation. She wanted to ask me, quote, if they see any path choices for me ahead financially and if I will have any serious health issues, unquote. She told me that that she had just got a bunch of tests run this morning and has more later this week. She also doesn't know how she's going to survive and be independent. And I don't know if this is relevant, but I'm trying to fill in as much as I know. We are looking into making a tiny home out of our garage for her as an option. Her birthday is Saturday, and we are in the process of moving her to a temporary house. So any information will help. Thank you. And I know she enjoys the show when she can watch it. Well, nice. And well, first off, I would say, first off, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, yes. And and uh, she shares um, birthday month. I'm, I'm also a Pisces. So ah. uh, go Pisces, right? You and my brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what I would share is, you know, the thing that got me first off, um, a lot going on. Mm. Um, and a lot of people right along the same 
you know, in, in similar situations out there. Um, first off though is, you know, I, I was really caught on the words of she was, um, really, I think, uh, the way that you read it, Walt was really couldn't see any, basically talking about financial freedom, really right. not that- seeing a way out. Yeah, she's now, having trouble seeing a yeah, path yeah. toward and, being yeah. in a financial situation. So there situation. you go. Yeah. And kind of, you know, in the proverbial hole, so to speak, you can't see the path out. Um, one of the first things that I would share is and not saying that, you know, it's, um, you know, not difficult. But what I'm also saying is, first off, that something that you can control is your mindset. Mm. Um, when everything else is kind of failing around you, so to speak, um, which you can control, start looking at what you can control. Um, if things are kind of beyond your control saying, okay, well, you know, there's a real deficit in the bank account. There's a cash flow issue. There's bills due. I get that. Um, but, what can you control currently at this point? And number one, that comes to your thoughts and your mindset. Doesn't matter where you are. You could be outside. You could be at somebody's home, whatever. And really start shifting your mindset around not only money, but your health. And even if things are physically, um, completely the opposite from where you want to be right now, you need to start looking and putting things in the narrative that they're already to the positive saying, I'm, you know, I'm grateful. I'm happy. You know, as far as the abundance in your life and talking about everything going, but the thing that I would share for her is that this also goes not only to the abundance piece, but also talking about um, health, right? And so when we talk about that is really how we talk to ourselves. And so if you're asking me psychically, where do I see things? I, I, I would really love to be optimistic and say, ooh, I really feel it changing, but I don't. Um, it, it's going to take some time to get out of this one, I feel. Um, however, here's what I'm going to say about energy. However, um, you are in control. So just because Dean McMurray, the, you know, psychic medium says, I don't feel it changing for quite some time or some time. Um, it can change tomorrow because you own, you are the author of, you know, your story. You, you are the creator. And so if you kind of take control and charge, so to speak, of saying, now, dang it, I'm, you know, we're going to change this narrative. So if it's, you know, um, I think his name is Daniel. Daniel. Daniel? Yes. Dan- so Daniel was talking about uh, in the process of building her tiny home and um, maybe moving her into uh the garage, was it? Or building a tiny home in the garage, right? Right, right. exactly. So, yeah, so whatever you need to change to to help, that's great. I think that's awesome, family rallying around and, and helping out where they can. That's beautiful. Um, what really will help tremendously as well is in the meantime, between those things coming to 
fruition is working on the mindset. Working on them, and I think we've talked about this before too, Walt, is, you know, let's take the flip side of this situation, and we've talked about people that um, win at the lottery, I believe it was, and people oh, right. that yeah. get millions of dollars and quite literally overnight become millionaires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really because of the mindset, there is a lack mindset, that they're somehow they can't maintain the frequency of the energy that they have now saying, Oh my God, I have all this money. And, you know, yeah, I get it. They, you know, people spend it, you know, quite honestly, but they, they don't use it to help themselves in a sense, meaning it, it, they only use it one way. And really when you think about it, Money is really energy and it's a tool. And, um, so when we take the emotional motion out of money, really it's, it just becomes a piece of paper that helps us attain services or goods and saying, you know, it should not control us. And so often it does. Saying, I get it. You got to pay bills. You got to, you got to eat. I, I get that piece and it takes money in today's society whether it's digital format or whatever. But, um, but the thing that I would share is that, um, you know, sometimes too is shifting mindset is something that is in your wheelhouse right now. Um, and, and really that's huge when it comes to health too. If saying, you know, even if you're handed a, a, a challenging health outlook, a chronic illness, maybe diseases, whatever, saying, you know, we can still control how we show up each and every day. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm moving forward, whatever that is. I'm abundant. I'm happy. I'm healthy. And really when you start moving, kind of like Walt, you talk about the self-love project, right? Right. Starting off in the beginning, when you look at yourself and you're saying these affirmations, and at first you don't believe yourself, but then over time you start believing yourself and thereby believing yourself, you're shifting the entire consciousness and the vibration around everything else. And thereby your physical reality starts to shift. Once you start really aligning with that vibration, it's like, you know, you start showing up differently, you know, does the body, you know, when you start really believing that you're healing or that you're, you know, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm abundant, you know, a lot of these different things. And I get it that at the same time as, um, you know, still might be there, there still might be a bit of a struggle there financially, but it doesn't mean that you're not abundant. Abundance can mean a lot more than just money because we always put, Every time anybody says abundance, they automatically go to money, and it's not always the case. Abundance has more to do with vibration and frequency than it does the physical, actual, tangible dollar bill that you hold in your hand, right? And But abundance also is abundant in friendship, relationships. Maybe it's other things within your life. 
but to be and in health too. I mean, she mentioned health, the health issues. Yes. I mean, that's a huge piece of it. Yes, right health there. is huge. I mean, you know, uh, health is wealth. There's a, there's a saying, you know, uh, to be wealthy could be health. You know, you can't take money with you to the grave. Um, but you're going to avoid, right? Your mm-hmm. longevity has everything to do with your health and, you know, your physical well-being. So, um, yeah, so there's so many avenues of it, but I would say start, and I know it sounds simple, but start with mindset. And we've talked about this over and over and over again, but that's what you can control right now. And yes, everything else is going on behind the scenes. You're changing maybe the way that you're living and spending habits and building this tiny home and everything else is going on. Everybody's rallying um, to support her. Um, but at the same time doing the work. So when, you know, when you step into that new chapter of your life, um, you can do so with a fresh set of shoes, so to speak. And, uh, you know, give a new, uh, new outlook on that. So that's, I guess that would be my two cents. That's start with mind sense or mindset. Um, and then, and then go from there. Um, it's a, it's a one day at a time type deal. You might, Take one step forward and five steps back and just keep on, keep on keeping on each day. Do it. Do it again. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Right. There's, yeah. there was a saying, uh, I can't even remember who was saying that, but you know, they would say it as they go down an elevator and, and they, just so they, you know, get it done. Don't procrastinate. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, just do it. Just forward, take one step forward. That's right. Um, but good stuff. I like that. Um, I, I have a few things I can add to it. Yes. Um, first thing that comes to my mind is if you have not already gotten a copy of the LOA Today app for whatever device you use, Vicky, download it. Daniel help her get it. And the reason I say that is the ebook that we just added, 55 different manifestation stories. The last one is the one I recommend for you. It's the one that Louise and I wrote together. And it's the story of our life experience that uh, commenced, in this case, the story started in the summer of 2013, and the story continued until late spring and and summer of 2014. And it's really been an ongoing story ever since. Now, there's two things I want to tell you about that that are really critical for you to understand. The first is we were deeply, deeply in debt at the beginning of the story. We were deeply, deeply in debt at the end of the story. So while you'll see in the story that a great deal of abundance occurred out of thin air, seemingly. We weren't out of debt yet. And Dean, that was seven years ago. I'm really excited to say we're going to be out of debt this May. And that's so cool. I mean, it took that's seven so years, cool. but we well, got here. And- I, I, I love the fact, Walt, that you shared um, that and brought the correlation to in the beginning of the story, you were deeply in debt. And at the end of the story, you're deeply in debt, exactly. but that doesn't negate the fact that you really move mountains, you, you know, and really created a tremendous amount of abundance. But that still doesn't mean that you're, you, you know, it doesn't mean all of a sudden now that you're, uh, the next, uh, Jeff Bezos, right? It doesn't mean no, that, right. We're working on it, but not right. quite. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people have the misconception, I believe. And I, and I love how you bring that up that, you know, and here you are s- seven years later, uh, 
Right. And getting now out of debt this year. I think that's so cool. And it brings a realism too. It's like, hey, it's going to take time. Well, I can add something even more cool to it because not two years ago, the debt was almost as high as it had been seven years ago. It had come down some. And then last year, uh, 2019 into 2020, it came down a fairly good amount. And then 2020 and the COVID comes along and it drives it back up again. And it was about, at that point, it was about 40% of where the top of it was. Right. You know, so, so we climbed up to a, a really not a good, no, maybe 35%, but it was, it was definitely pretty high. Right. And last year was not a really good year for our gardening service business. Right. I mean, it was one of the worst ones we ever had. And we did have, you know, some government support because everybody had the pandemic support. That helped some. But we also had a, a smooth year. And, and I was uh, telling this story to somebody I was talking to uh, yesterday um, regarding the speaking business that I'm trying to put together. He was trying to give me some ideas. And I, I explained to him how, despite the fact that we had a down year, our, our crew, first of all, we had a great crew last year. We had the best crew we've ever had. And it's gotten better every year. And that's deliberately through our own planning that we've gotten there. Um, but our overall sales compared to the previous year was down 60%. Wow. I mean, that's a yeah. huge, huge drop. Right, right. Now, here's the part I can't quite explain. I have to explain it using law of attraction because I don't have another way to explain it. And I'm good at math. I'm really good at numbers. And I sit down and I work on the numbers. And I say to myself, that can't be. <laughs> that's right, my response. Right, right, but what right. happened was we found a way. I found a way. And I've been focused on this for quite some time. How can I get it down to zero debt? You know, I found a way to get to zero debt. And it was going to happen. Here's the the really mind-blowing part, it was going to happen after we closed for the season. <laughs> that uh, Can you say that again? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll be glad <laughs> to say that again. It happened after we closed for the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of crazy. It is crazy. It, it, I mean, there, there's a whole set of financial reasons why it worked yeah, yeah. that way. But it was the last thing I would have predicted. I think that's what sure. my point is. And the way I got there was by doing what you talked about, working on my mindset. That's what I've been working on all right. the eight and a half years I've been doing this show. And we made the story that, that shows up at the end of, of the ebook. Um, by the way, the story is called Homes, Cars, and Cats. So that's the one that you want to look for. Um, that particular story happened after I'd been doing the podcast for a year and a quarter. Okay. So I hadn't been very long into the journey. Right. And all the rest of this time, I've been just working on mindset as part of, you know, doing the, right. the podcast and talking to some really wonderful folks like you every day. And that's, that was one of my main tools for staying in a better mindset, getting into a mindset that was right. a better one and then staying there. But it was not the only tool. I mean, you mentioned affirmations. I was doing affirmations. I was also doing something that Abraham talks about. And this is something I want to kind of get into a little bit today. Affirmations are great in that they help you change the way you think about stuff, right? They, they kind mm-hmm. of put you into a more positive mindset. But there's something even more powerful than that. Because Abraham makes reference to the fact that you need to change your story because we have certain stories that we're constantly replaying in our heads or we're telling yeah. our friends about or their family. You know, it's, it's right. always, you know, it's the complaint right. festival, right? You know, well, you know, Jimmy's doing this all day long right. and you know, the, the neighbors are on. You know, it's our excuses. You know, yeah. It's all that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a story. Yeah. So you want to change that story around. And so what we do 
most of us in the conscious creator communities, we use affirmations to try to change the stories around. But you know what's even better is actually telling a complete new story. And I've been experimenting with that. And first of all, it's pretty challenging because you're creating something that doesn't exist. You're writing fiction. And you're writing the fiction. But I, the, I think the hardest part is overcoming the idea that it has to be the exact story the way it's going to come out. You know, because you feel like you're screwing up if you don't write the right story. And you have to kind of get over yourself on that one. Just say, it doesn't matter. All that matters is you're telling a new story that feels better. And if it turns out that you actually hit that story so much, the better. But the point is you want to tell the full story. Why is the, the full story so important? I think it's so important because unlike an affirmation, affirmations if you're working at them, you can feel them, which is, as Dan Mangana points out, it's not really an affirmation unless you're feeling it. If you're just thinking it, it really isn't right. work, It isn't working much as an affirmation. But when you work at it as a storyline, as a complete storyline, the feeling is so much more powerful because it feels more real. Right. Even if it's very fictional at first, so it feels very unreal. <laughs> like, right. no, there's no way. That's just like, I mean, I'm lying to myself when I'm telling myself that story. But the fact is, if we're coming up with a storyline, a complete story, not just an affirmation or a series of affirmations, so that there's a new tale that we're telling to ourselves about what's happening in our lives and where our lives are going and where they've been and, and what changes we're making and so forth, that actually becomes much easier from my perspective, to tie into emotionally, to feel it, to really feel it. And mm -hmm. to not just feel it emotionally, but also to feel it tangibly, like, you know, tactilely, as mm -hmm. if you could actually touch it, as you could yeah. actually see it and hear it and smell it and so forth. Um, so I'm, I'm still experimenting with this. I'm still playing with it. Have you ever worked with trying to create a complete new storyline for yourself in the sense of an I affirmation? I, well, how, I, how'd that work out for you? Um, so it, it's been good. And, and also what it's done for me too, is it's been it created, um, or really solidified some goal, future goals. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, the trick is, you know, we talk about it, but the, also the trick is, is, is when you're writing the story, it's writing the story, like, like the stuff, writing it, like it's already happened. Right. So, you know, like, you know, if I was to talk about my future five years from now, what do I want that to look like? You know, and then maybe where I say, oh, my God, I didn't realize that, you know, um, on year 10 of owning our home that we sold it for two times as much as we ever, you know, we got a great deal. And that prompted a move to whatever state and, you know, where you know, talking about things about income that were, you know, maybe three times as much as we typically earn and finding mm -hmm. our dream home and what that looks like, like in detail. Right. So, you know, saying, you know, like maybe for me saying, hey, it was really fun to go down and, and, and uh, go down on the dock and, and jump in the pontoon yeah. boat and take the kids tubing or exactly. you know, things like you have to really like you just did it. Mm -hmm. Or you did it last week or whatever. So if you could travel to the future, live your ideal life, come back and write the story that you experienced, do that. Because saying, hey, we had a great time. It was, you know, I was making this much a year. I didn't have to worry about it. It was so freeing to do taxes and not have to worry about 
you know, oh my God, am I going to be able to eat because I got to pay income tax and the, you know, the tax, adjust, whatever, you know, yeah, you don't want to go there. That's okay. yeah. So, but all these stresses that you have now, or, you know, the challenges that you're going through now, does that, you know, you remember you own the creative uh, wand, so to speak, this magic wand. So if you could create any life you ever wanted, time and money is no object. There's no limits. What is it within realistic terms? I mean, get it. But saying what was something that's always been that a big goal of yours? Has it been to always own a, a home on the lake? Has it been to always drive a nice vehicle or a certain vehicle? Has it been to, um, I think a lot of people, you know, be zero, compl- never have to worry about debt again mm-hmm. or find maybe something that brings in residual income, maybe having some type of business or something. Mm-hmm. So all of these things, however that looks for you, write and create the story that is happening for real in the timeline that you write about. And so you're writing about it. If you have kids, you talk about your kids. What are they doing in the future? Are they top of the valid Victorians? Are they having grandchildren? Are they, mm-hmm. you know, what is that? Are they uh, the next scientist? Are they on NASA or Mars? You know, yeah. you know, be proud of your kids. Be proud of yourself. And, and, and don't hold back because I think you summed it up well, Walt, because it was something that when you're writing this, yeah, you are in a sense in the beginning, you, you, you're like, Oh my God, I'm writing a fictional story in the beginning. Maybe that's true. But the thing is, is that everything starts off with a story. And it's like, you know, you think back to, I go back to kindergarten and, or yeah. maybe even preschool, whatever. And of course, a big one is the teachers ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, kids go astronaut, firefighter, you know, all these different ones. All right? stuff, yeah. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, if you were to go back to your kindergarten self and saying, you know, what did you say that you wanted to be? Maybe you can't remember. That's okay. Um, or maybe you can. But the thing that I would share is, you know, what would your kindergarten self say to you now? Or perhaps another way to look at the same thing is to remember what it's like to be a kid when you're playing. Yes. You, you, yes. you, you play being astronaut. No boundaries. And, and you have a, a box that's your, your spaceship and you have, uh, you know, some hat that you picked out of the closet that, that's right. your helmet. You know, is it true? Is it a real helmet? Is it a real spaceship? Of course not. And the, the kid knows it's not, but it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter it's because imagination is playtime. That's well, all it is. and the thing that I'm also getting to is I want to draw a correlation between, you know, we're talking about this, you know, what do you do for a living? There's a lot of kids that it, when they talk about this, it gets them excited. It gets their, Walt, you talked about, you know, of course, a, a big one, of course, is astronaut or spaceman or whatever. And there's lots of play. There's lots of creativity. But if that continues on into adulthood, what happens? You take courses because that becomes a goal. That's I want right. to become an astronaut. Yeah. Well, what do you need to do to become an astronaut? Mm-hmm. And then you find those things to do in order to become that. And you chase that dream and be, make it a reality. And that's how those 
dreams or that fiction, which started way back because at that time it was just a story. It was, it was, it was fiction. That, yeah. But now for some, they are living their all, their quite literal dream. And for some, they get away from their dream. They come back to it, whatever. Um, but, and sometimes it, it takes a little bit of coming back or things happen mm-hmm. in their life. But what I want to share is, Again, get creative, get, yeah. you know, because you create your reality. Um, and you can't create it wrong, ones... by the way. That's another thing. You can't yeah. create it wrong. That, that's yeah. something that I really stumbled on early on is thinking, well, what if I screw it up? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anything you come up with is not going to be wrong because, yeah. heck, you can always modify it. It's not right. like once you've said it, you're locked in for the rest of eternity. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not the right. way it works. Right. We're constantly changing our minds about stuff. We're saying, well, okay, I well, know. I got, I got the yacht. Now I want to go for the, you know, the steamboat. Well, I mean, right. And it's like, or, or the aspect of, um, you know, or to be in a position to buy a yacht, but saying, but then maybe when you get in that position saying, you know, I really thought I wanted a yacht. Yeah. But it's like, you know, the more I do research on them, I would actually rather own a plane because mm-hmm. then, you know, maybe it's because of um logistic or whatever your reasoning is. And it's like, okay, well, you're free to change your mind if That's you want right. to get a plane and say whatever. So you're not go locked a, in. Yeah. So go, go chase your dreams, go do it. So whether that's a job or a purchase or finances, whatever that is. Go. By the way, you mentioned something else too. When you, you, you mentioned, uh, maybe the dream is being on a lake and having a pontoon boat and taking the kids yeah, out yeah. tubing, right? When you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, Oh my God, this is a great segue because my parents lived on a lake for a short time really? with a pontoon boat. Wow. And we got to go pontooning and, and oh, you know, jet man. skiing and, yeah. and water skiing and all kinds of stuff. It was wonderful. But it also has another side benefit that I've forgotten about, which is really important. When you're learning to, what your story is going to be, when you're creating yeah. it, so to speak, yeah. use stuff from your past that you like. One of my favorite mental images is the image of my father standing on the dock while we're coming in on the pontoon boat, waving hello to us. It, it, it's an, it's, it's an, it's an enduring message. It, it, it just sticks with me. I mean, my, my dad's been passed. He passed, uh, what was it? Uh, 13 years ago. So, you it's know, been a while, another but... thing with that Walt though, is what that also does when you connect to those moments in time, um, you're really drumming up a lot of emotional, um, right. All these, um, it could exactly. be, it could be smells. It yep. could be everything from you're watching this proverbial, um, you know, family, uh, film festival, so to speak of these memories in your head, but also bringing up all those emotions, like how you felt at that moment, like just the that's day why out on my, the farm. That, that's my favorite memory. Yeah, it literally like, is my, because I have so much love attached to seeing my dad staying. I, I can, I'm not really good at, at imaging in my head. Yeah. yeah. I, I've talked about that before. That one's a fairly clear image. I can see my dad. He's got his um, plaid shirt on with his beige pants and his belt. He's got his, he had this hat that was, it was kind of made out of straw, but it's more like um, a more traditional businessman's type of hat sure, with, like a, with, a with a white trim yeah. on it. I, mean, I can see the whole thing and, and, and I can just see him. He's waving to us. He's smiling. I, and I mean, that is the most potent message for me. Just, just right. having that thing. So when I include that in the story, cause I do want to go back on a lake. In fact, I'd like right. to go back to that particular lake. It was a wonderful lake. 
and you know, make that part of, of my life again, that's a part of my story. That's the part that I pull in, you know? Right. So use the stuff from the, your past that you like, not yes. the stuff that you don't like, you know, that, throw that stuff away. But the stuff that has really strong yes. meaning for you, make that part of the story. Yes. It doesn't matter yes. that it was in the past. It could be part yes. of the future. Well, you know, another thing, it's, it's interesting. We talk about lakes, right? So one of our, my wife and I, well, really our whole family, one of our big things is to, to live on the lake as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, growing up in northern Minnesota is kind of yeah, yeah. natural <laughs> land of 10,000 lakes, right? Absolutely, yes. But, but also to open it up as part of it as a healing center, not only mm-hmm. for veterans, but okay. really people that need, you know, there's a healing quality about water and something about the solitude. And, but what I'm getting at is every time I go to the lake during the summer, Every, and I don't live on the lake now. I live in town or city. But when every time I go and I, you know, you feel the water, the sand, or you smell the smells, you hear, you know, the loons, everything. If you have ever been, you know, all these different things that bring back all the emotional ties, the things that feel good for you, it solidifies and confirms everything and it brings it all back to center. And for me, at least, it's just like, yep, <laughs> I I want it tomorrow. You know, I wanted right, it right. yesterday, right? Exactly. And so yeah. and I'm like, okay, what do we need to do? And we still talk about that. What do we need to do to move forward to make, you know, what we want a reality? Well, and, that's you know, part of what my story is in terms of paying the debt off because yeah. – I knew where I wanted to be and I would even right. envision getting my, my credit card statements and they all were zeroed out, zero balance, right. zero dollars, zero dollars, zero dollars. And I just kept on that one. That's I'm, I have to attribute it to that. That more right. than anything else is what is making this year possible. And, and I've already zeroed a couple of them so far. And it's like, Oh my God, I don't owe any more money on that credit card. Like what the heck? I'm not used to this. This is new. And, and it's great. It's a great feeling to just, oh, wow, it's been zero. But that for the longest time, it wasn't zero. For the longest time, it was, you know, pretty large numbers. And I had to imagine. I had to just stick with the imagining and telling the story and feeling good. So I guess that's what I'm saying is stick with that story. Stick with, with telling that story over and over again because I did. And, yes, I was taking steps along the way. I mean, I was focused on finding ways to wherever I could. I paid down a little bit extra here, a little bit extra there, and looking for any kind of path that I could follow that would get me to the point where I'm paying it all down. And I'll tell you, Dean, I was as surprised as anybody when I figured it out this past November. I, I, I kind of did a little projection and realized, oh, my God, I could be out completely by may and right. that's the path i'm on right now and and it's that's holding so perfectly cool. true to form i mean so that's, that's the best thing you can do like it, you said it at the very beginning it's the mindset you really yep. need to work on that mindset starting right now by the way this yeah. mindset thing is also a really key to your concern about health that's right. something else i wanted to bring up she was she was expressing concern that yep. you know is, do you see something bad about my health? That's basically what, what yeah. she was asking. She didn't say it that way, but that's what it added up yeah. to. And it's really important to remember all health issues start in your mind. They do not start in the body. That's where they show up, but that's not where they start. They all start based on mindset. That's why the, the name, if you break down the, the, the word disease, dis-ease. it's dis-ease. It's, that's right. it's, it's the, 
it is basically the 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 kind of like a um a a roadblock for energy and a you know where yes. energy gets stuck within the body and um yeah so you're absolutely right Walt. i wanted to share something this goes right along with the aspect um i ripped off my vision bar but don't worry <laughs> okay. um, because i was like oh my god um this is last year's anyways i got to do a new one for this year but um this is i had it on last year and i've been having this and basically you can't read it backwards but um i'm holding this up and it's a handmade check okay. so um i had it on, and and it was two and i made it out to myself Right. And the amount was $1 million. And then the memo was for services rendered. And then of course, who signed it was the universe. Right. And so I was like, you know, why not, um, you know, why not say that, you know, we talked about your worth, right. And saying, Hey, you know, um, saying, you know, like making or envisioning, bringing in that, that abundance. Now, a great, great abundance game, if you want to have fun with it, like reality, is if you have old checks laying around or even just an old checkbook register, and you can, I know you can just get generic ones online um, or whatever, take a piece of paper and make a ledger. Yeah, most is, bank branches um, have them now because they don't use them very much, so they're right, just kind of right. sitting around. Um, yeah. is, um, is start off, and basically what it is, I think you get so much a day. In theory. So you start off with, I think it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And every day and you have to spend it. You can't spend it on bills. And I believe you can't spend it on other people. You got to spend it on yourself or things that you want or do. I'll tell you, if having played that game, you actually want to lose those rules because it gets to the point where you run out of ideas. You need to have them in order to spend it on. (laughs) Well, and that was the thing is that, you know, we, uh, I did it years ago and we actually had old checks. We had old checkbooks, you know, and, and registers and all that. And, you know, you went through really, I had to start like a list, like, what do I even want to spend? It's not, it's almost not even fun anymore. I felt like I was back in the military because I used to do supply and I used to do purchasing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it feels like I'm purchasing for the government again. <laughs> and I was like, how about, you know, I don't know, 10, uh, you know, I don't know, kayaks or something, you know, like, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. By the way, you left out a a key piece. Uh, You mentioned how it's a $1,000 initial deposit, but what happens is each day Day. the deposit increases. In fact, it doubles each day. Yes. So the next day is a $2,000 deposit and then it's a $4,000. Depending on which, well, actually the way I did it was doubling it. So 2,000, 4,000, 8,000. So it really goes up. And you're supposed to each day, you're supposed to Spend, spend all the of entire it. amount, not like, yeah. oh, well, I'll save some and then I'll make a big purchase. No, 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 no. You spend it all. Like To, to experience you know, in your mind the spending of these large amounts yes, of money. That's the whole purpose yes. of the game. And yeah. after a while, it just, you know, it, it, it's, it, it, you, you when you get up to like fifty, a hundred thousand dollars a day, you start saying, okay, I bought everything. What else do I need to buy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't. And then after a while, I was like, I don't want anything. Yeah. And I was like, can I just give this money away? Like I was right. like, you know, and I was like, I get it that I could use this money in a totally different way because the rest of this stuff is just stuff. And, you know, or we talked about like changing your mind. And so I would actually start doing research on the things that I really maybe wanted. Maybe it was like a, 
pretty cool fishing boat or something, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, no, I, I don't know if I want that now or whatever. You know, I'd rather maybe just have an old beat up 14 foot Lund fishing boat with a 25 horse Mercury on it instead of something big and fancy or whatever the case was. But, um, it, it, it is a very profound exercise. And what I would share is it, is it does open up avenues of manifestation. And really, again, it is solidifying the mindset of abundance and taking away the, the scarcity mindset <clears throat> that shows up so many times when it comes around money. A great so, point. That mindset is, is critical and, and it's so easy to fall into that scarcity mindset. Yeah. Um, by the way, it's an interesting point about the universe check that you wrote because Damon Gain actually has, a, has the flip viewpoint on that. He doesn't like that at all. And when we talked about it, I realized that what he doesn't like about it is what is so often lacking that I'm sure you actually do that, that, that makes it a non-issue. And that is you actually feel it. You feel like it's real. But his point is if you turn that into, well, that's not real. That could never happen. You just have reversed the whole thing. Right, you have, you right. have now turned an attraction mindset into a repulsion mindset, repulsion. which is a, a really valid point. So it, it, when you're going to do any of these games, it's important to kind of throw yourself into them and really imagine and pretend that it's happening so you can feel it. So it can be part of your current experience right. in your mind and in, and in right. whoever you're playing the game with. It's all, that's the other thing. It's great to play these games with somebody else, the checkbook game, especially right. Right. Play, Louise and I play it. We, I mean, you're supposed to do it like every day you do a deposit. <laughs> yeah. we, we did continuous deposits in one day. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. So, I mean, and, and literally in about a half an hour, we were gasping for breath trying to figure out what to buy because, <laughs> you know, it had incremented up so much. And we, well, we already have the house, you know, that's already paid <laughs> off. And, and, you know, we got the cars, we got two cars, we got multiple boats, we got jet skis for everyone. We've got a lake house. What else are we going to buy? We got to figure out what to do with this next hundred fifty thousand. Right. I mean, it was crazy. Well, and the and and the other pieces too is like um, we even got to the point where like I started asking my wife. I was like, "Well, what did you buy? I don't want to double up and have extra stuff." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Right," and that was me. So she was like, "Well, that's that's your money to spend." I was like, "Yeah," but I was like, "If we're." Doing this for real, I was like, I really don't want to buy multiple. Like, so if you're going to buy a couple jet skis and we don't want more than two or whatever, I don't want to end up like, who wants like four gargoyle statues, right? You know, like, but but it really brings up this stuff. That's what's so effective about the game. I mean, this basically you had this limitation going on in your mind. And so it brought out the limitation playing a completely fictitious game. Right. But, but the limitation came up anyway. How many of these, these limiting beliefs do we wish that we could pull up? Well, guess what? They come up because right. you're playing they the do. game as if it was actually happening. But you know? then you work through them too and yeah. say, okay, now there's, there's a hanger there. Like, right? There's an emotional right. hanger. And saying, why is it? And so if we choose, then we can, and if we're self-recognizing, then we can be like, hey, you know, and that's the same with health. This is... This is transcribable, the same with health. Um, you know, you can write a story about how you want your health to look like, how you want to feel, how you, you know, do you want to go run a 10K? Do you want to run a marathon? Do you just want to be able to move without pain in the morning? Do you want to, mm. you know, without being nauseated? Right, uh, right. Those types of things. So, um, so many other people take, 
you know, how do I want to say, um, um, so many other people out there that are struggling at times in their health. And there's some of us that are not in the same boat physically as other people. And so, you know, we may not realize where they are, but at the same time, understand that we can change it regardless of. Yep. It, and, it can take some work too. I mean, it does. Let's be honest, especially if you're dealing with something yep. chronic and there's pain involved yes. where, where you it just, yes. the pain doesn't go away. Then and, it, that's a real challenge, but it's also a great opportunity to practice what we call the pivoting, right? That yes. pivoting is basically, I've been focusing on X, which I don't like. I'm going to pivot my attention over to Y instead, which I do like. Mm-hmm. And when you're, when you're trying to do that, to get away from pain, that's pretty tough because the pain's still there. You still feel that pain and your pain's saying, well, you can pretend that you don't have any pain right now, but guess what? Here's some pain for you to feel, you know? Feel, feel. So, so it's a challenge. It's not an easy pivot to make, but you know what? We can can still do it. I I share a, I would share a personal journey with pain, um, here for the past, I don't know. I want to say week or two. Mm. Um, been dealing with lower back pain, right? Mm-hmm. And went to the chiropractor, all that great stuff. And it was still, it actually got worse before it got better. Um, actually, the latter part of last week. And it got to the point where it was, I could barely like get out of the bed or get, Ooh, barely, yeah. and, and, and the wife and, and my daughter were out of town for a dance competition. So oh, it was great. just me and, it, just me and my, my son, my brother. And so you still got a parent and, yep. you know, you still got a dog that you got to take care of. And, but one of the things that are real, and, and I was in pain and mm. I get it, um, and trying to doctor at home. But one of the things that I remember thinking, um, and of course, you know, my son's 10 and, and he was like, dad, dad, you know, <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, I could get mad right now because of the pain and, and, you know, whatever. But I was like, you know what I do have control over? How I show up in this moment. How I show up right now. And it doesn't mean that I'm not in pain. I recognize it. I get it. I get something that's wrong with my back. It's it's teaching me something. I get that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things is how I react and show up each day. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm not hurting and not in pain. But I was like... So a lot of times instead of maybe being super pissed off, so to speak, and be like, you know, just letting the pain ruin the day, um, you know, I would take more time, a little bit more time for me or whatever. And then like, and then, you know, talk to my son or whatever the case is saying, you know what, instead of speaking in maybe anger out of you know, the pain, so to speak. Mm. But, um, yeah. So interesting. But when it, w- yeah, like you said, it doesn't mean that you're not in pain or not dealing with something very serious. But at the same time, again, we have the ability and to how we show up and each and every moment in our life. And by the way, if you're not experiencing chronic pain, but you're concerned about health issues, consider yourself lucky. Because you don't have to deal with making huge pivots in the middle of pain, which is a whole lot more difficult. If you aren't feeling pain, it's a whole lot easier to make your pivots now. So take advantage of it. This is the time to do it. Because, 
hey, if, if you're not experiencing a lot of overt symptoms and they're not in the right. way of making that mental shift over to what you want instead, that's the time to do it because there's nothing stopping you. Right. You don't right. want to wait until it's kind of like uh, the analogy about the boulder rolling down the hill. The best time to stop the boulder is at the top of the hill. It's like <laughs> just start rolling. You don't want to st- try to stop it at the right. bottom of the hill when it's got its full momentum going. Right. That's like that's when you get run over. You know, so take advantage of the fact that you're in a better place than many people are and shift the mindset. Start thinking about what it's like to be healthy. And we often think about stuff in terms of, well, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to have this condition. I don't want to get that disease. But what would, what's it like to be healthy? That's, that's a different way of thinking about things. When you're thinking about what it's like to be healthy for me, now this is just my way of, of saying it. Healthy means I can do whatever I want. I can eat what I want. I can right. go where I want. It means I'm not tied to medications and doctor visits and all that. I just live and I live my life joyfully. That That's what health means to me. Health means feeling good. Health means looking in the mirror and feeling good about myself. Mm-hmm. Health means that every moment of every day, I feel younger again. That, that's health for me. What is health for you? Uh you know, I would have to concur everything that you just said. Um, and the other thing that I would say is also the the ability or the knowing within me mm-hmm. that um, my mind state or my emotional state is calm and steady. And yes. where I feel that I have um, confidence and control over who I am as an individual and my emotions. Um, not where I feel like, you know, maybe I'm out of control or anything like that. So emotionally, mentally, the mind, body, spirit connection, right? Um, on all levels, um, where I just feel happy and healthy. I just, you know, just feel, I guess normal. <laughs> I, you know, what is normal anymore? But I, I just, <laughs> you know, where there's, there's no concerns. Yes. Yes. You know? Yeah. Life feels good. Life is good. Yeah. That's Life really is it. Good. Life is, is good. Beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, Daniel, thank you for sending in Vicky's question because yes. obviously it gave us a lot of good stuff to talk about. And, you know, Vicky, regardless of whether or not energetically you're at a space where it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of change going on, like Dean was saying, that can change on a dime. It really comes down to whether you're willing to do the work. And the work is changing mindset. And it is work, especially when you've got some momentum going the other direction, which you apparently do. You're going to have to, you know, really make a commitment here. And it's going to have to be a daily commitment, but make it because, I mean, Dean, you and I both know when you make that commitment and stuff starts to change, it fuels you. Right. You're going, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And, and that's what makes the whole thing work so well. So yeah, thank you very much for send, sending that in. And we encourage everybody else who might have been thinking about sending something in, take advantage of the LOA Today app. That's one of the things that's on there. There are two different forms. There's one for asking a question like Daniel did. There's another one for just sending in a general comment, you know, talking about a previous show or suggesting a topic or something like that. But please take advantage of them and send them in because we really love having these topics. They make our conversations so much more fun here on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So please do that. And Dean, as usual, it's been great. I mean, I'm, I, I I almost feel like we need to get you on like twice a week. I and mean, we, we've had that a few times in terms of guest hosting and so forth, but we're, we're going to find a way to do that. But thank you very much. Really Maybe appreciate so. that. And yeah, thank you also, thank you. thank you also to our uh, podcast listeners because without you, we wouldn't have a podcast. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Have Goodbye. A great week. Week.